missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Taking you back in time with the Monday morning throwback. Courtesy of the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Okay. Brenda texted us, said the soups of the day are meatball soup and chicken pot pie. Hawaiian blend is the coffee flavor. And, of course, it's Meatball Monday. So maybe grab yourself a meatball sub. On a blue, blue, cloudy Monday. Blue Monday. Monday morning throwback all the way from 2014. Okay. Pulitzer Prize winning author Cormac McCarthy, who wrote The Road which they turned into a movie with Vigo Mortensen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and No Country for Old Men. Yes. Which they also turned into a movie. They sure did. They wrote a book about that. His ex-wife in 2014 had a new boyfriend. And apparently she and her boyfriend were arguing about aliens. In a hotel room? Not sure. In Canada? But she decided to... <laughs> yeah, not Randy Quinn. Okay, sorry. She decided to apparently convince her boyfriend of her side of the argument by putting on some lingerie and then having sex with herself with a gun. Gosh, I, this is Give it in a there listen. somewhere. The ex-wife of this Pulitzer Prize winning novelist has been arrested for pulling a gun out of her vagina after an argument about space aliens. How many times have I told ladies? I know. It's not a pocket. You don't they had an argument about stuff. aliens? Well, this is this is her and her new boyfriend. And yes, they were having an argument about aliens. Her and her new boyfriend were arguing. According to a police report, after the disagreement, she left the house, came back wearing lingerie with a silver handgun lodged in her vagina. She then proceeded to have... Intercourse with the gun. What? With the gun in it? Asking oh, her boyfriend oh, who's, I mean, with the gun, using the gun as. Oh, using no yeah. boyfriend. With herself. Yes. With the toy. And oh. she's asking him, who's crazy, you or me? Well, pretty obvious answer to that question. Uh huh. The lady that's having sex with herself with a gun. Aliens. Freaking aliens, man. Jennifer McCarthy, 48 year old artist. This is back in 2014. Okay. Arguing about space aliens with her 53-year-old boyfriend. When questioned by deputies, McCarthy acknowledged that she, quote, did have a gun at the time mm-hmm. that the couple was yelling at one another. Sure. I get, uh, yes to the, all that stuff. The boyfriend told investigators that following the argument, McCarthy left her residence. And then upon, upon returning home, he told deputies that she went into her bedroom, later emerged wearing lingerie and a silver handgun in her vagina. She then proceeded to, quote, have intercourse with the gun. That's when she said, are you crazy or am I? Well. I don't know if there's a real question. You can hear more of our discussion about that. This young lady. By going to the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. The Monday morning throwback all the way from 2014. It's brought to you by the. Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Karen.
Karen. Karen. Karen. Karen. Karen. Karen. You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Oh, man. Female, white, angry. That's Karen. Doesn't need to go much further than that. This one is in England. What is an English Karen upset about? I don't know. Uh, fish and chips. Oh, you are so damn close. Am I really? Fish. <laughs> She's <laughs> not chips, but fish. Fish, fish and chips. Just the fish no. part? Yeah, a woman, another woman was fishing. And this Karen decided to make it her business because she's some sort of animal activist. Against her fishing? Yeah. She's very upset that this woman was fishing. And at the end calls her an effing whore. Uh, I don't know if it's in the clip here, but give a listen to this Karen having a mental meltdown over another woman fishing. God, you are disgusting. Put that bloody thing back in the water if it's not dead already. Have it back. You are disgusting. You it's are a, a disgrace. I hope that's recorded because you are an absolutely it's bloody disgrace. It's a fish. Put it back in the water. It's a are you trying to kill it? It's a fishery. You're a whore. And you People should... go fishing, darling. People go fishing, darling. <laughs> well, so the video is kind of odd because there's a woman who's wearing, like, camouflage, uh-huh. and she's got, like, a bag, and she's got the carp in there, and the video is set up to, like, videotape her. It looks like she might be doing, a, like, a, an instructional video or, like, talking about the fish, and she says that it's at a designated fishery. So it sounds like a place oh, where you go and you actually catch to, fish, yeah. and, and she actually was going to return the fish to the water. So it sounds like maybe she was catching the fish as part of a science program or a study or something. I have no idea exactly. Um, But this animal rights activist happened to be in the area and came right up to her and started yelling and screaming. It's the most polite Karen I've probably ever heard in my entire life. Look at you, sweetie. What are you fishing for? Put the fish back in the water. (laughs) Put it back in, darling. It's a designated fishery. Don't mind your business. Get out of here. <laughs> These British chicks are nice about their carroting. But yeah, needless to say, uh, an animal activist in England going a little nuts on a woman who was legally fishing. It's not Is like that she supposed was. supposed to be where I am doing the fishing. It's not like she was poaching, right? You're poaching the fish over here. Ugh. <laughs> English Karen's very upset about fishing at a designated fishery. So, again, it sounds like a place that you're allowed to fish and maybe even part of a program. You know what I mean? Where they, you know, check This is where you're supposed to be doing it. They're checking their breeding habits or something along those lines. And it's not like she had a fishing rod. She had the fish in like a bag. So it almost looked like maybe she scooped it out with a net of of some sort. I don't know. Maybe she did catch it with a rod. (laughs) Video. Very funny, though. Karen's can't stop, won't stop, Gene. I know. Can't stop, won't stop. Even in England. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Surprise and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. What's the dirtiest thing in your kitchen? 
specifically your kitchen, Jeannie. I was been thinking about this since the you said The dirtiest that. thing, the germiest thing in your kitchen. So probably the kitchen sink is my first guess. Uh, okay, the, the refrigerator handle. Uh, okay, I was thinking about this. Dirtiest thing in my, the microwave? Uh, a study published Dishwasher. in the... Uh, Damn. A study published in the Journal of Food Protection, whatever that is, found the spot in your kitchen that gets the germiest while you cook. And it's your spice jars and your salt and pepper huh. shakers. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Researchers had 370 people prepare the very same meal, turkey patties and a salad. Maybe it was the cheapest thing they could find. Seems like a very odd meal. Turkey patties and a salad. Is that something people are rushing home to make on a Friday afternoon? Some turkey patties and a salad? Maybe they got some federal funding for turkey patties and a salad. <laughs> Very odd. Well, turkey. I guess you're handling the turkey. Yeah. The turkey's raw. Yeah, the salad yeah, has, yeah, you know, vegetables in it. You're handling, you're handling different things. Mm-hmm. There's multiple surfaces. So they're trying to figure out what's got the germs all over it. And once they were done, the team swabbed all the surfaces in the cooking space to look for bacteria from the turkey. Yeah. And spice jars were where they found it the most often. So your basil, your thyme, your oregano, mm, salt, your pepper. pepper, your salt, your paprika, whatever that might be. Uh, they found it 48% of the time, more than twice as often as every other surface. And there was more of it on those surfaces as well. The only other spots that came close were the cutting board and the lid of the trash can. Basically, we don't always wash our hands well enough while we're cooking, and we use salt and pepper and spices a lot, but never clean them. So if you want to be safe, wipe them down every once in a while. But yeah, the germiest, dirtiest thing in your kitchen is apparently your spice jars. Good guesses, though. I had heard something once about the kitchen sink being, like, comparable to your toilet at one time, and that freaked me out, so I scrub mine all the time. (laughs) I could see that. I could see you doing that. I could totally see you doing that. Over-obsessing about a couple of extra germs on your kitchen sink. I mean, not like every day all the time, but like at least a couple times a week. And Yeah, I mean, I'll take... We Do you have no. the plastic uh, rubber like mats in there to keep dishes no. from breaking or any of that? Mm-mm. We've got those, so I'll take those out, scrub the sink down with the sponge and some soap, and then rinse it out and I'm good to go. But yeah, I mean, think of all the food waste that you know gets washed mm-hmm, off your plates mm-hmm. and down the drain and yeah but no the uh, spice jars so if you're now i gotta go home and wipe them down yeah get some alcohol rubs spike. yep get those <laughs> wipes and wipe them all today, off they got today. all that That's funky the, turkey patty sudden, this yeah. afternoon i've got to clean that now <laughs> you're Thanks. welcome you're very welcome you're welcome Thanks. something That's new great. for you to Thanks. obsess over great wonderful I'm trying to help Thanks. trying to help appreciate that stay tuned stay tuned for further developments which will be broadcast immediately as received we've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit hell yeah bitch <laughs> Best of the Morning Sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. Las Vegas Golden Knights goaltender Robin Leonard and his wife Danya have filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy in Nevada. Leonard estimates that his assets... Are somewhere between one and ten million dollars. That's a his, long range, isn't it? While his liability to creditors 
is somewhere between 10 to 50 million dollars. Ooh, okay. What's raising eyebrows about this whole bankruptcy claim is the reason. What do you think the goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights has got himself into, Gene? Well, he's in Vegas gambling. You could say it's a form of gambling, but it's not gambling like I'm at the craps table or at a machine. Machine? Bingo? No. Like he took a gamble on something and it didn't work so well. Mega Millions tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. His ownership of RL Exotics LLC, a rare and exotic snake and reptile farm in Missouri. I have had it with these mother snakes on this mother plane. Like I can go to there and see these snakes? Back in 2017, Leonard, again the goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights, bought a collection of snakes. For $1.2 million from world-renowned reptile breeder Ben Rennick. He bought a bunch of snakes from setting, some guy. Setting up a payment plan with quarterly installments of $200,000. Jeez Louise, okay. Well, you're millionaire goaltender in the league. And- so you buy some exotic snakes from some guy, and then you're going to profit with a Ready? zoo? Here's where the story gets weird. <laughs> okay. At, according to... Missouri-based news station KMIZ. A lawsuit was filed in 2018 after Rennick's wife murdered him. What? And Leonard stopped issuing payments for the snakes. Leonard then countersued. (laughs) Did you catch me on that one? Sort of. Yeah, so the guy that he bought the snakes from, his wife killed him. Was murdered. And then after he gets killed, Leonard's like, well, I don't got to pay these snakes anymore. Why should I pay? And she sues. Because he already had the snakes. So Leonard and Counter suits, uh, sued, claiming the maintenance costs and uncontrolled breeding amongst the snakes lowered their value. As the legal battle continued, the company later claimed that Leonard, quote, stole a collection of anacondas from Rennick Reptiles' place of business, as well as taking the collection of ball pythons that Leonard refused to pay for. There's a whole lot of snake stuff going on here. Wow. It's the watered-down gene pool of the snakes over overbreeding. Is that Something's what's happening? Going on. My ball pythons aren't worth nearly nearly as much as I was anticipating. Needless to say, he and his wife have filed for bankruptcy, and Leonard is expected to miss the rest of this season after undergoing hip surgery during the off season. Two years left on his contract, which carries a cap hit of five million dollars annually. So, so now him and his wife are getting divorced over the snakes. No, 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 no. Oh, no, he's getting hip surgery, and he's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, but him and his wife are. Filing for bankruptcy. Okay. I got involved with some snakes. It sounds oddly similar to a Netflix documentary that maybe we watched during the pandemic. Is this America's newest favorite Netflix documentary? Well, and also, I saw a snake. He lives in Vegas, but he was going to open his reptile farm in Missouri because there's a hankering for that in Missouri. Is there? Lay down. I don't know. Because <laughs> when I don't know, I can't. I I'm not I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless. I was going to try to say something about the zoo in Vegas, and but never mind. How'd you lose all your money? Snakes. 
snakes and sparkles. What happened to all your money? I got, this has got some Joe Exotic. I got hooked up with some I snakes. saw a tiger written all over it. This is going to be on Netflix in another couple of years, guaranteed. I guarantee you. You've got everything you need. You've got some sort of weird subculture of people that own snakes and reptiles. Yes. The walkie's you've got a breeder of a, You've got a sort of famous NHL player. Athlete. He's not like upper echelon. He's not, you know, Sidney Crosby or Patrick Kane or one of these guys. I mean, he's, you know, but he's in the league. He got a You got murder. a guy getting murdered by his wife. He got lawsuits and lawsuits counter-suits. Oh, yeah, you got it all. This and then gonna, hips, hip replacement, hip surgery. It'll either be Netflix or Prime, or maybe they'll both do their own version like the Fire Festival, but this is going to be and a, a, And a bankruptcy, and oh, yeah. there's still snakes. It's got everything, man, got, as, as Stefan would say. It's got this place has everything. everything. <laughs> Paul Pythons. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Earlier, you were talking about gas prices. Uh-huh. They're up, they're down, they're all around. They're everywhere, Sean. Yeah, 3.30 now? Is that 3.29? 3.29 is... Um, the average? What yeah. do we say, Wisconsin? What is it, 3.80? 3.13 is the statewide average. Okay, all right. So, so yeah, it's a little more than it was a few weeks ago. Is that going to continue? Do we know, or what's the deal? <laughs> we don't know. All right. Well, we uh, obviously hate paying more money for gas. We hate really bad roads. They're bad everywhere. It's the winter. It's the winter, obviously, you uh-huh. know, it, and the lack of uh, the state caring about the roads. But, they always get uh, worse. What's that? They always get worse yeah. in the winter. I mean, that's but, the way uh, it is. WalletHub.com, comparing all 50 states across 31 key indicators of a positive commute. Things like average gas prices to rush hour traffic congestion to road quality to determine the best and worst states to drive in. Overall rank. You ready for this one? Uh-huh. Number one, Iowa. Best roads? Apparently. Not necessarily the best roads, but the best state to drive. Best, okay. Probably not a lot of congestion down there. Yeah, that part's true for the most part, yeah. Maybe not a ton of traffic, right? Um, maybe you get caught behind a, a piece of farming equipment mm-hmm. every once in a while, Shaw. That's true. But uh, for the most part, you know, their total score, according to Wallet Hub's... Uh, Stats or whatever is 62.61. Uh, they use uh, all sorts of different factors, like I said, traffic and infrastructure, safety, um, cost and ownership, uh, and maintenance. They've got uh, access to vehicle maintenance, all sorts of other stuff. But uh, the rest of the, the Midwest here uh, is right around the middle. No big surprise here. Wisconsin, number 21 out of the 50 states. Minnesota at number 23. So Wisconsin's roads are better than Minnesota, or the driving conditions are better? Just a little bit better. I mean, you can take a look at all of their scores if you want. If you want to go to wallethub.com and check out their scores. It's not much, but it's probably better in one aspect as opposed to other aspects. Uh, Illinois does pretty well, actually. 13th. As much as they charge you to drive on their roads. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why. That's You know, it's like my home state of New Hampshire. There's a reason why the roads are better in New Hampshire than they are in Wisconsin, because they got state tolls. And they take care of the roadways. But, uh, yeah, apparently Iowa, number one in the nation. Hmm. You want to take a stab at the worst? Uh, I don't know, New York? Nope. 
California? Nope. Hmm. Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. I suppose gas must be it. Oh, sure. Yeah, uh, obviously you factor in that price of gas, it's going to be a real problem. But they're at yeah. the bottom of the list when it comes yeah. to the best and worst states to drive in. Hawaii. <laughs> but it's scenic. You got a hell of a view, though. Yeah. Hell of a view. Is that a volcano? Yeah. <laughs> Don't pee in the volcano, right? That's the deal. Mm-hmm. People are peeing in the volcanoes. So there you go. Some of the best and worst states to drive in. We're not doing too bad here in the Midwest, about average. Illinois, though. You get those uh, toll roads, man. Mm-hmm. You start taking care of those highways. I mean, it's a cluster trying to get uh-huh. through there Tell you get to Chicago, but... Government embezzled, is it? Then, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't factor that in. I don't think WalletHub takes that into account. <laughs> How crooked is your company? Yeah. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. My name is Mariah, and I love Jesus. He saved me. You know what I don't want on a plane? Some lady in the middle of the flight right. when we're trying to land in Vegas and get drunk on a four-week or four-day bender to tell me that she's a former witch and Jesus loves me. We're going down! <laughs> we need to duct tape her to the seat. I ain't having it. I'm never flying again, Shaw. I can't deal with I it. I hear you. Can't deal with it. This is apparently a flight to Vegas, and some lady decided it was her time to announce that she's a former witch. And that, former witch? Yeah. Well, former, that's good. Former witch. I don't know. How do you get out of that? Do you quit? Is it two week, two week notice? You got to, I mean, like, how do you get out of the there's witch? steps. I think there's a bunch Chakras, of Chakras? You got to move some stones around? Or what's the deal here, Shaw? You got to dig a hole and bury something in it? I think so. All she's right, a well, former witch. She's a former witch. And she and, just wants uh, to bless everybody. That hopefully. there are things going on in the spiritual realm, Shaw. But Jesus loves us. Okay. So it's all good? Dude, I would not be okay with this on a plane. I'm shocked nobody stood up and told her to shut up. Mm-hmm. I, I would be the first. Hey, shut the F up. Nobody cares. That would be me, Shaw. I can see that. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Well, if you got to tell everybody you're a former witch, you're probably a bad witch. Because <laughs> right? they fired your ass from the witch. The witch place. Where do the witches go? The coven? I think so. They kicked her out of the woods? Yep. Oh, man. Dude, planes do not sound fun right now. Mm-hmm. Nothing good is happening on planes. Is it even real, or was she just trying to be viral? TikTok famous. Yeah. Uh, who cares? I don't okay. want any of that. Everybody get on the plane. Everybody shut up. Right. Everybody look forward. Mm-hmm. Put your head Get off the plane on. when we get there. Don't talk to anybody. You know, share the armrest. What? Don't use it. Just let's get there and get off the plane and get out of here. Like, let's go about our business. We don't want... We're all this close to Vegas, lady. Right. Look. <laughs> I can't win the... Firehouse Hounds if I don't play, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Firehouse Hounds. It's a penny slot where you can drink uh, all night long. Your favorite? Yeah, so kick your feet up, Shaw. And <laughs> it's it's, 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 it's yeah, the spooky spins all of the night West. long. Well, champagne over here, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've we've had some friends, by the way, that have like said we should go to Vegas with them. Actually, some of our friends are there yeah. right now. And they they're always like, Oh, it's cheap and you yeah. should go. And I'm like, No, dude, like you don't understand. Like, I have a gambling <laughs> That's problem. That's not a good like, it's, <laughs> It's bad That's enough here, it. and I can only gamble so much. Like, That's you take it. me there, yeah. game over, man. Right? I'm going to be like the hangover. I'm going to be like the hangover. That's, 
We lost Doug. Got, we got the <laughs> right. tiger. We lost Brian. We don't know where Brian is. Well, I think I know where he is. Check he's the in, roof. He's in, no, no, he's in the casino. He's gambling. Yes, or he's in an alleyway trying to earn another $5. <laughs> Put a dollar and get a car. Put a dollar and get a car. Put a dollar and get a car. That's why I did the penny one shot. Yeah, All the money long, goes longer that way. Yeah, and uh, you get a payout. It's like a dollar. You won a dollar 18. Awesome. Fun. You know what I ain't trying to do? Win a dollar 18. I'm trying to win $1,000 in 18. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying, trying to, to get the free champagne. I'm also trying not to sit next to the lady who's telling everybody she's a yes. former witch on a That's plane. Don't need awesome that. that. Hell no. Keep it to yourself. Wait till we get on the ground. Then go all crazy, witch lady, whatever. Do your thing. Have a seance. Call Satan up. Say, hey, look, man, I'm in Vegas. What are you doing? All right? But don't do it on the plane. Never flying again, Shaw. (laughs) Never. I'm never getting on a plane with a bunch of strangers and their insanity and their TikTok videos. I can't do it. Can't do it, Jesus saves t-shirts. No. Oh, my goodness. You see that guy at the Mall of America? Yes. They kicked it. So there's a guy with a Jesus say, and on the back, it's good. They coexist. You know, you see the sticker on people's car. And on the front, it's Jesus saves, and I think he preaches when he's in there, right? They, like, does he try to like spread the gospel? He had been. He wasn't in this particular case. But. Okay, uh, which I think is the real nuisance here. Like, look, dude, you want to wear the shirt, walk Absolutely. around, do your thing, right. fine. But if you're going to start telling me stuff when I'm in the mall trying to shop, I don't want to hear it. But they kicked him out because people are are, are protesting against him because they're annoyed by because him of Jesus. They mm-hmm. don't want Jesus in their in their. Shop. They don't allow religious uh, shirts, which may prompt some disturbance. Apparently, oh, they're going to get some disturbance up at the mm-hmm. Amway now. There's counter protest planned, as you can imagine. Sure. What? Mm-hmm. There's a protest to the protest. Yep. But you're kidding me. I'm shocked. Don't act up on planes anymore. Can we? Or malls? Really? Just stop. Yeah. Well, the Mall of America is another place where it just doesn't sound like I want to go there. Mm-hmm. People are getting thrown off balconies, shootings outside of the Nike store, mm-hmm. and now we got this guy. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. Did you know it's National Thesaurus Day? <laughs> when was the last time you looked at a thesaurus? I've got one at home. It wasn't that long ago. Probably Google it. I was just going to say, sometimes on the net, like, yeah. what's another word for? <laughs> it is on January 18th uh, because of a guy named Peter Roche. He was born on this day in 1779, published the first thesaurus huh. in 1852, Shaw. And here are some alternatives to common words that can make you sound smart okay. or astute or brainy or wise. <laughs> Very good. Instead of saying happy, mm-hmm. say, I'm delighted. Oh, it's a lovely word. You don't hear it very often. Mm-mm. I'm tickled pink. <laughs> uh, instead of saying worried, try to use agitated. I am agitated. Okay. I find those to be two different words. I was words. just going to say, yeah, I don't... Worried means you're concerned. Agitated means you're probably angry. Nervous or anxious, yeah. yeah. Upset. Instead of begin... Let's begin, Shaw. Let's begin Mm -hmm. this program. Say, let's commence. Oh, let us commence then. Let's get this party started, Shaw. Thou shalt commence. (laughs) Thine intertwines (laughs) commence. Does that make sense? No. No. Uh, Instead of saying think about. Ponder. Contemplate. Contemplate. Let me think about that. Let me contemplate your query. (laughs) Whoa. Instead of saying I love you. Don't say anything at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> say, I adore you. Okay. 
There's no shortage of ways to say I love you. I mean, poets have been writing about that yeah, since the true. dawn of time. Uh, instead of saying it's cold out, here we go, Shaw. Yeah. Right oh. here in our wheelhouse. Instead of saying it's cold out. Yes. It's frigid. Yes. A little chilly. I wouldn't say frigid at the moment. We're 34. No. It'll be nice today. But then tonight. Mm-hmm. Look out. Instead of saying wrong, I was wrong. Mm. I was erroneous. <laughs> yes. I was incorrect. Uh, instead of saying fast, like, boy, Shaw, you have sex really fast. <laughs> <laughs> you get that over and done with and right. out of the way right away, Shaw. Say, I am very expeditious. I did that expeditiously. So the more syllables, the better. I did that expeditiously. Not necessarily. Instead of saying, Shaw, you're really fast at sex, you're very expeditious at sex. It does sound better. Yeah. Uh, instead of saying, I'm tired, and we all say that one. Mm-hmm. Usually on Monday. After a rough weekend. Are you wore out? Are you tired? I am fatigued. Fatigued, fatigued. yes. Tuckered. I'm tuckered out. I'm schnockered. Different. Uh, instead of asking about something, Shaw, mm-hmm. inquire. Inquire, yes. Inquiring minds want to know. There you go. Some suggestions on National Thesaurus Day for some common words, common phrases. Work those into your lexicon today. Spice things up a little bit, yeah. Work those into your lexicon, the vernacular. Right? Mm-hmm. It's also uh, National Gourmet Coffee Day. I am done drinking coffee for this morning, but I can tell you one thing. The coffee that goes in my coffee pot at home that gets made before I come to work yeah. is not gourmet coffee. <laughs> it's it's like five bucks for a gallon of it at yeah. the store because I got to stretch that out so I can pay my heat bill. It's also Winnie the Pooh Day Aww. because uh, the guy that wrote, Winnie or the created Winnie the Pooh, A.A. A. Milne, is that his Milne, name? Milne, I believe. Milne, Milne, is it? Milne. Was uh, born on this day way back in the 200s. I don't know. He's old. I'm ready to rock when you are, so let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I pity the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $20 of my morning show money up for grabs. So no real pressure. But I never want to give my money away, Shaw. Why would I? Of course. Unless it's to a beautiful spooky spin (laughs) machine. All in my name. Oh, mama. $20 up for grabs. Now, Gene had to skedaddle, so Doc is filling in. Okay. For the opinion that is irrelevant. He says that Shaw won't know it. You will not know this, according to Doc. But much like Gene's opinion, his opinion is irrelevant. It's really about color 15 on the rock line. 608-784-0957. Who this? Joe. Joe, are you familiar with how this game is played? I listen to you every morning. Yes, sir. All right, Joe. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? Uh, today, I don't think he's going to. You don't think he's going to know it. So what are you going to do with 20 bucks of my morning show money if you win, Joe? Donate it back to you. Oh, man. Right back at the Rock Foundation. Thank you, Joe. 
Best of luck to you. What a guy. Un- unfortunately, I I think you will know this one today, Shaw. Oh. And we'll explain why uh, after we get through this, I'll explain why we we chose this uh, for today's okay. today's pick. So, are you ready? I think so. All right, listen closely. That was a lot of yelling. It was. Want to hear that one more time? Yeah, why not? All right, listen closely. <laughs> there's some uh, triumphant trumpets at the beginning. And then there's a little bit of a string section there at mm-hmm. the end. Do you want to hear it one more time just to be sure? Sure. All right. that yelling why why i don't remember that are you familiar with uh this movie quote it does sound familiar all right you want to take a stab at it why not all right i believe that is uh jack from chippewa falls in titanic oh that poor vagabond who got stuck on the titanic having sex with the rich lady (laughs) you got it right shaw that means joe and doc are both wrong that means 30 dollars of my morning show money up for grabs next week now would you care to know why we went with the movie Titanic today. Is it Leonardo's birthday or something? It is not Leonardo's birthday. Oh, okay. The movie did not come out on this day in 19-whatever it was. Okay. However. The age-old debate of could he fit on that door. <laughs> it's been raging forever, Sean. Yeah. Move over. There's plenty of room on that door for me. Why do I got to freeze and go to the bottom of the ocean? Because it makes a good story. That's why. If he doesn't go to the ocean, we don't get the old lady on the boat. We don't find the necklace. None of this happens. That's true. If he gets on there, they go back to land. She goes back to her life with Mm -hmm. rich people, and he ends up getting arrested. Right. That's not a good story. That's not going to make a bazillion dollars at the movie theater, Shaw. want to see that. Could Jack and Rose have both fit on that door at the end of Titanic? He'd be back in Wisconsin. Wauwatosa, Mm -hmm. he'd be... He'd be bailing hay, and she'd be hanging out at the Waldorf Astoria in New York somewhere, right? Yep. Everybody thinks they could fit, right? Everybody says, look, man, you loved him so much, you were willing to risk it all. Why couldn't you just move over a little bit? I don't think she even considered it. She didn't seem to make any you know? sort of attempt to like, like here, let's try this and right, see. Why don't you try and get up here, right? There was no attempt whatsoever made, at least not in the movie. Uh, could Jack and Rose have fit on that door at the end of Titanic? It's a debate that uh, has been raging on the interwebs for a long, long time, Shaw, but it's apparently irrelevant because there was no door. There was no door? These are not the doors you see. <laughs> During a recent panel discussion, director of the film, James Cameron, said, yeah. quote, it's technically not a door. It's a piece of wood paneling from the first class cabin. And if you know anything about paneling, Shaw pretty thin it is thin yes probably not going to support kate winslet Mm-mm. and leonardo dicaprio now they may be skinny they may be small people i don't know what their heights are or what their mm-hmm. average weight is but i don't think a piece of wood paneling from the titanic would be able to keep no. them afloat no james cameron said it couldn't have remained buoyant with both of them on it they even did a forensic examination to settle the debate oh wow on an upcoming National Geographic special called Titanic, 25 years later, it airs on Nat Geo on February 5th. So in a couple of weeks, Shaw, we'll get the 
full breakdown okay. of why they couldn't be on the door because technically it wasn't a door. Mm-hmm. James Cameron wouldn't say how the uh, experiment turned out, but he said, quote, came to some pretty hard and fast conclusions. So if you've always wondered, you've always argued that he could fit, that she should have moved over and made room for him. February 5th, Nat Geo, Titanic, 25 years later. Get to the bottom of it, yep. I hope they reshow the part where the guy falls off the boat and hits the rudder. <laughs> 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 Best part of the movie. I've told you this story before. So I was dating a stripper. This is the stripper I took to my prom. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time when the movie came out, and she was obsessed with this movie. I had zero desire to go see it, right? I knew exactly what it would be. Right. I don't care. Uh, it didn't matter to me, right? But I went with her because she's a stripper. And, she's and a I was sleeping friend. with her, you know, because she's a stripper. Uh, so needless to say, we go to the movie, and it's packed. Asses to elbows full of women, right? There, and I mean it sincerely. Like, there was a lot of women in there. Probably some other dudes like me that got dragged there just so that they could go home and, and you know. and Yeah, we get you. So, <laughs> end of the movie. The boat's sinking. Emotions are at their their their, their, their highest point, mm-hmm. their apex. Mm-hmm. Everybody's running around. Everybody's, the band's playing. Uh, you know, stuff's going, you know, all haywire. All the women are crying in the theater. And then this dude falls out. Ah, plunk, 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 plunk. Hits the rudder. And I just started laughing out loud. And because the theater was so packed, we right. had to sit near the front. So, of course, focal point. It's right. not like I was hidden in the middle you. somewhere. Everybody right. knew where. And, oh, man. Couldn't help yourself, huh? Yeah. The looks I got when the movie was finally over mm-hmm. and we left the theater. Yeah. Was, you thought it was a comedy. It was palpable. Mm-hmm. I wish it had been a comedy. I would have gone. I would have gone back. If they could just show that on a loop when the guy hits the rudder. <laughs> With Bob Saget hosting, you know. Look what happens to this guy. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Oh. Not one. But two. Two? Two for the price to one today, Shaw. Bonus. What are these Karens upset about? Oh, Karens. Plural. Now, they're not upset at the same thing. They're upset at different things. Together? No. Oh. Separate incidents, separate people, separate uh, reasons why they're caring. They're both making the news. Yes. It's damp out. (laughs) Shaw? Uh, let's see. Something about her fast food order wasn't right. Ooh, ding, 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 sort of. Uh, I'll give you points for being very close. Like horseshoes and hand grenades, Shaw, Uh you're, you're close. Uh, our <laughs> our first Karen is uh, being uh, called Panera Karen, <laughs> which is funny. Nice rhyme. It is funny. The internet is uh, in a in a heavy debate right now over Panera Karen. She posted the video of herself of an exchange with a Panera Bread drive-through employee who would not take her order because her child was screaming. So she pulls up to the drive-through. Okay. The kid is in the back screaming. She's trying to give the order. The Panera guy says, look, I can't take your order. Your kid is screaming. We don't hear any of that stuff. We only hear the part where she pulls out the phone and has to document it because she needs to feel vindicated on social media. Mm. So we hear her exchange with the Panera guy. The kid is still screaming in the background. I can only imagine how difficult it is. She starts filming. Uh, Most of the people in the comments 
uh, on the original video are Team Panera Guy as opposed to Team Panera Karen. You are going to refuse to take my order because my child was screaming. Yes, I have the right to do that. If you're more than welcome to come inside or you can place an order online and we'll make it for you. And what is... All right, well, I do have this on video and I will be emailing corporate because that's just like completely rude. I cannot come inside because my daughter does not have shoes on. Do you understand that? No, I understand, but you're also more than welcome to order online as well. So you want me to take an extra 20 minutes and order online? That's not convenient to me. So I'd like you to take my order, please. Okay, I will be happy to take your order as long as your daughter's in the stream, all right? I think that's a pretty good decision on your part. Okay, I don't need this attitude. <laughs> oh! Hey, Eric Karen. Just wanted to tell you that I will be meeting with the area manager tomorrow. Oh! Um, I think I might go live. We'll see. She's um, gonna she speak to the manager! Her but dream come true. Her dream is coming true. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her hair looks like, but I can only imagine, Shaw. I can visualize it. Mm-hmm. Are you Panera Karen or are you Panera Guy? Which side are you on, Shaw? Well, she sounded reasonable. She wasn't yeah. being, you know, she wasn't yelling. Um, but they do have a policy that they can refuse service to anyone they want to. So, you know, seems like Panera's in the right. How much is that kid screaming, though? I mean, like, seriously, is it so bad? You can't just over... Look, man, you know how drunk I've been in the drive-thru sometimes? Just give me, like, 30 chalupas, all right? Like, seriously, just take the order and let me get out of here, all right? There's people behind me, all right? I'm just trying to get, yeah. what do they serve at Panera? Paninis? What do sure. they got? Sandwiches. Soup? Bread bowl? Can I yep. just get a bread bowl and some soup in there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which side are you on, Gene? Probably. Well, Panera, Karen? Are you probably, on Probably. I mean, again, she... I, she doesn't seem unreasonable. And, dude, I, I got this screaming. I have to deal with this. Can you just get me a right. bowl you know what of would make soup this and easier? a half right. a sandwich? I want the half and half. I want the salad and the sandwich. Please. So Gene is Team Panera Probably. Karen. I mean, give, can you wait Shaw a Shaw is Team second? Panera Guy, mm-hmm. drive through guy. And I get the online thing. Like, in, that uh, is an option, but that, that I, does take you pulling I'm up. I'm on the side of putting them both on the rocket to Mars and just <laughs> leaving them up there, Shaw. That's what side I'm on. Uh, our next Karen is a little bit more near and dear to our hearts. It's uh, Airplane right. Karen. The airplanes, man. They love acting. There is, unfortunately, there's no actual reason for this given. There's no, uh, there hasn't been any uh, um, updates on this story. This happened on Sunday on a Spirit Airlines flight. And we're not sure why she got kicked off, Shaw. But her, along with another man, a gentleman, were being escorted off a plane uh, in Las Vegas. And as she was getting escorted off the plane, people were booing her. And then at the end, she yells out. It's hard to hear. I'll play it here. But it's hard to hear. At the end, she yells, I hope you all crash and die. Oh, jeez. Which, by the way, is verbal harassment. And it's considered a level one threat, according to the FAA, which is a violation of federal law. So now she's in some really big trouble. Oh, 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 Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock.
Did your high school have cliques, Sean? Cliques like uh, groups what, of people. Groups of people? Be, of course. Yeah, sure. Every high school. Jocks. Yeah. Yeah. Cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Nerds. Mm-hmm. Hippies. Mm-hmm. People in a survey asked which one of those cliques they were a part of, and the most common answer was nerd. I wasn't in a clique. Oh. Twenty-two percent of people in this survey say they were not in a clique. Followed by loner. I was a loner. That's not a click. I'm a loner, Dottie. A rebel. 14% of people say they were loners in high school. The most common click overall is jocks. Hmm. Right? Basketball, baseball, sure, football. All hung out together. Jocks all hung out together. The lettermen, the cheerleaders all hanging out with mm-hmm. the jocks. Face it. You're a Neo Maxi Zoom Dweeby. I don't know if Neo Maxi Zoom Dweeby was an option. Fits. Yeah. When it comes to which click you were in, Shaw, but the rest of the cl- uh, popular clicks, according to this survey, uh, people. jocks were number one, popular kids, number yep. two. Yep. They were just popular. Why? I don't know. They were good looking. They, they had nice clothes. Up, all those they things. hosted the parties yep, all on Fridays things. when their parents would go out of town. All those things. Uh, cheerleaders, number three. Nerds, number four. Band or choir kids. Sure. Yep. Band geeks. Theater, uh, loners at number five, stoners at number six, geeks, snobs, and then the preppy kids. Mm. Don't have to be preppy to be popular. They're not. They don't go hand in hand necessarily. Shaw. Some of the less common answers given in this survey about the cliques that people were in in high school: rich kids, hipsters, goths, mm-hmm. emo kids, yep. and then farmer kids who did things like 4-H. Obviously, in the Midwest, farmer kids sure. are probably more common. Especially a lot of schools teaching trades, you know, whether it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Take your tractor to school. Right, those kind of things, right, working on farm equipment or mm-hmm. some schools offer uh, shooting classes or bow and mm-hmm. hunting, that kind of stuff, Shaw. Uh, people under 45, by the way, were much more likely to say their school had emo kids, goths, and skaters. I sort of... I, I tried it all, Shaw. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah, kind of me too. I did the grunge thing because that was obviously when I was in high school, that was very popular. So I was like flannel guy with Doc Martens, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the long sleeve, like uh, long John underwear top, sort of like Bender sure. and, and Breakfast Club. Got your bandana there. I tried skateboarding for a while. I didn't do very well at it, but I grew like for a while. That, oh, man, I was going to family counseling at the time with my parents because I had run away from home. And so I got court ordered to go back to my house and then we had to go to family counseling and all this crap. And at the time, I was really, tr- I was doing everything I could to piss my dad off, obviously. So what was So I grew, I, all I did was I grew bangs and shaved the rest of my head. <laughs> so like, I just had this waterfall of oh, hair yeah, like and it came front. all the way down oh, the front yeah. of my face. And Beautiful. like, oh Beautiful. man, I need pictures. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if any exists to be perfectly honest with you. That was a very short period of my life. And uh, I was trying to skateboard like at the time. Weeks. And yeah, and I just. And we would go to family counseling, and I, I'll never forget my dad would just sit there, and he would take off my hat, and he would be like, look at his hair. What am I supposed to do with that? I don't know, dude. Like, I'm just trying to figure out where I belong, and I'm pissing you off at the same time. So My it works. school was so small. That, you know, we just Everybody was a farm some, kid. Yeah, well, and, but you there were clips. I mean, there was definitely, like, the popular kids in the job, but they, they ran together. You know what I mean? Because you couldn't have a party on right. Friday night if right. only eight A lot people of overlap. Tried. Right. <laughs> so there was a lot of overlap, which was cool. Shaw, what, what group were you in? I I don't know. I, I kind of had my toes in a lot of, you know, I had friends who were jocks, and I had friends who were band nerds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't do high school sports, Small. but I did play sports like, you know, uh, like City League, 
I, I was in a C, on a CYO basket, so I wasn't technically like a job, but I did that as well, and, and I tried overlap is good. Tried being the stoner kid that didn't really that yeah. didn't really fit that either. Yeah, Motorhead straw guys mm-hmm. who work on cars. There's that group. They always have those like Bondo, you know, because you're yep. a high school kid, so you can't afford something really nice unless your parents are rich. Then you're a rich kid, right? So you got this piece of crap Chevette, you know, this 1984 Chevy Chevette that's held together with duct tape and Bondo, mm-hmm. and you're the and you're like washing every day. You're so proud of that thing, and you're all hanging out, leaning up again. Oh man, I just put like new car tape. I just put uh, like a new antenna on it so I yeah. get more radio stations, man. <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Bob, Bob, hurry up. I don't want to be late. Bob, hurry, hurry. Roy? Oh, I know what this is. Can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now. You know you're going to be late again, and you know that I want to get there on time. Roy, 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 Roy! (laughs) I don't know why this is going viral now. Yeah, it was... But this is from 2017, and it's something they do, apparently, at the Iowa State Fair every year, Shaw. So you've heard of pig-calling competitions, right? Sweet, sweet! You know, people do that. (laughs) This is a husband-calling competition Uh that goes down at the Iowa State Fair, and it's going viral. Yes. This week, because somebody just discovered it and wrote a big article about it on a couple of different blogs. And but so it's a thing. Are, it has been. It's but it's been around for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And so these videos now are, are going viral, Shaw. So if you see women yelling and screaming for their husbands <laughs> while wearing, you know, plaid or maybe a funny oh, summer hat, so whatever it is, that's uh, that's where it comes from, Shaw, is uh, the Iowa State Fair is people... Uh, participate in the husband calling contest. Yeah, apparently it's part of the heritage competitions that have been held at the fairgrounds for years and years and years. Other contests include mom calling, hog calling, and other family-friendly events. Okay, so it's not the only calling, I guess. It's the dad calling, but there's the mom calling and the hog calling, too. Yeah, there's uh, plenty of calling going on down there at the (laughs) Iowa State Fair, Shaw, but the videos... The videos of the husband calling competitions are going viral because they got picked up by TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know how things are. These millennials say, oh, my goodness, I didn't know this existed. By the way, Bitch, what do you this think? This has been around for like 30 years. What do you think the grand prize was, Sean? Five grand. Uh, I don't know. A, a freshly baked pie. You're right on the five dollars. Five dollars. Five bucks. You got five you bucks get. and a ribbon. Ooh. Five dollars. Well, you get a nice ribbon. Bop, 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 bop. Do they have like a? Do they have a system how they rank them, or is it just react? Is it judge a opinion, or reaction? is there like know. decibels, or is there you know a, a, a certain you know number of times they have to hit a guy's name? I'm or? not sure, but I'm sure there's reigning champs that oh, come, yeah, back come back with defend their, their title yeah, shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that woman had some practice. So Roy, 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 Roy. <laughs> is this heaven? No, it's Iowa, where we call our husbands at the yeah. state fair. It's Iowa. Five bucks. Yeah. And a ribbon. Walk into the cornfield mm-hmm. and call your husband, mm-hmm. Sean. You want to give it a shot over here? Uh, You're no. the only one of us with a husband. <laughs> I don't think I did. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Mike, you get in here right, right now. I don't want to be late. <laughs> yeah, she did not want to be late to that show. Wherever no, I'm always was, late. Wherever the hell she was going, Sean, yeah. she wanted to be she there. She wanted to be there on time. On time. That one kills me. Can you hear me? Yes, You actually, get yourself yes, in here right now. You know you're going to be late again, and you know that I want to get there on time. Because Bob's Roy, 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 Roy. <laughs>
You know what doesn't make me want to? The little lady with the little hat, though. I know, that's what I'm saying. You know what makes me not want to come into the house, Shaw, is that. (laughs) Exactly. I'll be out in the garage. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be out in the cornfield, like the other end of the cornfield. Iowa State Fair. Yeah. Husband calling competition going viral. This is your wake-up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the it's finally here. The Yay. snow has come to an end. We've shoveled out. Things are a little icy this morning, so please be careful on your way to work or wherever the hell you're going. And this weekend, we've got a big bowling tournament that is officially sold out. Somebody snapped up that final the spot. The last one? The last spot. So uh, our nine-pin tap tournament tomorrow at All-Star Lanes is officially sold out to benefit the Rock Foundation. Thank you very much to everybody who bought tickets and uh, signed their teams up. And we'll see you guys at All-Star Tomorrow afternoon. Big thanks, of course, to our sponsor, First Business Solutions. That's where it will be tomorrow, Shaw. But there's plenty of other things happening in the Cooley region this weekend. And here's a list of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend, starting with tonight. Make sure you got plenty of Advil tomorrow morning <laughs> because it's adult skate night over at High Roller. Uh, it's adults only 90s music night over at High Roller. Make sure you got plenty of Advil for tomorrow morning. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Uh, Anybody 18 or older, it's only 6 bucks, and you get a couple of hours of skating without the kids. Doors open at Mm -hmm. 830. Skating finishes up at about 1030. You can book your tickets in advance. Skates and rollerblades are included with your entry free, uh, entry fee, excuse me. Uh, So make sure you do a few uh, stretches this afternoon and uh, get over to High Roller tonight for their adults-only 90s music night. I can't tell you the last time I was on a, a pair of skates. Me too. I was just trying to think of that. Donut and I used to go skating all the time. We all had a place called Roller Kingdom time. in Tingsboro, Massachusetts, which time. is right on the border of New Hampshire and, and Mass. And we would go all the time. And that's where you meet chicks. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I remember Kiss one boys time, from other schools. Oh, man. I was making sure. out with this one girl over in the dark corner Absolutely. where the lockers were. And the, one of the skate guards comes over one time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, there's a place for families not to make one. <laughs> I'm 11. All right. I ain't making anything. Okay. All right. Not there yet, bro. Right, Thanks. Right, right, right. Thanks for the science lesson. I'm going to get our number. We're going to call each other on phones with the landline yes. phones later where our mothers are yes. going to answer uncomfortably. Local who long distance. Yes. Who is this? Yeah. Can I talk to Gene? Why? Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. And why are you calling my daughter? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Skate Guard Guy. Not making families <laughs> over here in the corner at, a, at the age of 11. Thanks. Try. Just trying to cop right. a feel. Yeah. With my big collars on my. Yeah. Puffy, my puffy <laughs> shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's pit. Did I mention my mom's picking me up in an hour? <laughs> she only gave me five bucks for your greasy pizza, okay? <laughs> Get off my back, skate guard guy. Sorry. I had you to You can do it. that tonight. Skate, yeah. though. Maybe uh, reminisce, tell those yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Relive the glory day shop. Hey, tomorrow morning, get up nice and early. Maybe before you come to the bowling tournament, model release party over at Great River Harley Davidson. You know, it's their 120th <gasps> right. anniversary. Not not a Great that. River, but of Harley Davidson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is their 120th anniversary year. And they got Foo Fighters and Green Day playing their that. 120th party in Milwaukee. Cool. Uh, so if you want to see the the, the bikes new, that are coming lines. out, okay. they're going to be uh, showing them off. 
tomorrow. Uh, obviously, they open, I think, at 10 a.m., and they've got a free lunch starting at 11 a.m. over at Great River Harley-Davidson while it lasts. They're going to have some door prizes, and they're also going to be showing you all the 2023 models. And, of course, if you've got questions or if you've got some stuff you got to pick up, maybe you got that gift card that's burning a hole in your pocket ah. that you got for Christmas, Shaw. Take it over to Great River Harley-Davidson mm-hmm. for their model release party tomorrow morning. Tomorrow night, you want some live tunes? You want some great pizza? You want some ice-cold beers? Yes. Saxon Hall. Saxon all pizza. Mm-hmm. We'll put the ah uh, and pizza. What's going on? Luke Hendrickson is playing at Saxon Hall. They've got, of course, incredible pizza. They got great mm-hmm. calzones. They got ice cold beers and live tunes. Plus, huh. it's a really cool venue, Sean. Right. Uh, Luke Hendrickson, by the way, starts at 7 p.m. tomorrow. I don't think there's a cover charge, uh, but you want to get there early, grab your seats. Get your pizza ordered up, and mm-hmm. then get ready. He is from Rochester, Minnesota, and he's toured around the country, opening up for people like David Allen Coe. Fun. I, Shaw, have you hung out there a lot? No, I've not, and it's been on our list you of things to do. Yeah, no, I've seen the pictures of it. It looks cool. really cool. I've heard great things. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Last one, hashtag Sunday Fun Day. I'm going to be recovering uh, at my house with a bloody and some football, Shaw, after spending... Mm-hmm. After bowling. Who knows how many hours in a bowling alley on Saturday, but... If you want to get up early and go out and have some brunch, brunchy brunchy on a Sunday fun day, get to Java Vino. Their food is incredible, and they've got a show. How about breakfast and a show? The Lacrosse Girls with one of their two drag shows. They're doing two of them on Sunday. One is at 10 a.m. The other one is at 1 p.m. They tend to sell out, so buy your tickets online in advance. They have buckets of mimosas. Buckets. Okay. They don't mess around, Shaw. Right? Dude. Belgian waffle Benedict. Ooh. So yeah. it's a waffle. And you know what a Benedict is usually, right? It's an English muffin. muffin? Yeah. No, waffle. And a waffle. Instead of the muffin, it's a waffle with the Benedict Game and the Hollandaise. And yeah. dum, 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 All those nooks and crannies for the Hollandaise sauce. Oh, my God. Yes. So much extra Hollandaise. Oh, so good. Uh, that is my list of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can see that list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And if you've got an event coming up, Shaw, that you want us to talk about, Put it online at aroundrivercity.com. It's free to submit your uh, events, and then we may be talking about your event mm-hmm. on, a, on a Friday morning here on The Morning Sickness. So there you go. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Missed it. Download it. This is The Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.